It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. This is a this is a concerning topic for many parents. Speaking of conscious parenting, um, Rachel's, uh, Rachel asks, my son began smoking marijuana at age 16 and has been smoking pretty regularly until now at almost 21 years of age. How can I support him as his mother to let this habit slash addiction go? Well, well, uh, that can be a little bit on the um, challenging side because of the age of your son now, and obviously he has his own free will. Um, his own autonomy around his physical body. And so, and then lastly to that, uh, he mo- his body, so both his, you know, neurosystem, his uh, brain chemistry um, is somewhat, you could say, dependent upon that, or maybe even addicted to that. And so to help him to get off of this, one of the things that needs to happen is to help him to get on board with the idea as to why it would be beneficial. In other words, something that would be meaningful to him, something that he could connect to uh, that, okay, well, this is now starting to make sense. So, you know, it's like sometimes when, especially our younger people, you know, once they get a taste of that autonomy and they start kind of getting a little more in charge of their own life and their own existence, you know, they, like all of us, they want to explore, they want to go on an adventure, they want to try different things, and so on. And of course, some of these things they end up trying, they can get addicted to, uh, or become very dependent upon. And so once that happens, then the usually the only way that really gets them off of this is to either wait for the time, sometimes you have to wait, uh, just because that's the right thing to do. But wait for the time when something happens, maybe to their health, or maybe they get a scare around, maybe they heard a story uh, from somebody else that had been doing marijuana, maybe how that marijuana affected them, Uh, maybe it affected their life, maybe it affected their level of motivation, uh, whatever that might be. But the point is, they heard that from somebody else, they came across that on their own without your help, without your influence, the parent the parents influence, and then maybe they bring it to you. And maybe you're sitting down at the dinner table and you're having a conversation. Next thing you know, your son says something to you about this conversation that he had and he learned that this other person's having some real problems, health problems. And all of a sudden that becomes a opportunity or a window that's now slightly possibly uh, opening up to where now maybe you can have a conversation with how does he feel? about this sort of thing does he have any concerns or might if he was to have a fear this could be even a question right if you were to have a fear around this idea what you learned with your friend 
doing marijuana or with this other person, what might that fear be? Well, yeah, my God, when he was talking, that kind of really scared me. What was it about that that, that scared you? And then he goes on and gives you more information. And so the idea here is, is uh, once they get that level of autonomy for themselves, they've got to kind of come to it. And But you as the parent, you're looking for the window or waiting for the window. You're either waiting for the window or you're looking for the window. It's It's one or the other. Because if you come in and you force them or push it on them, then they'll probably just do it even more. Um, and, and that could make the situation even more so, so to speak. So, But if you were to approach it the way that I'm perhaps suggesting here, uh, then you might get some movement, maybe not right away, you might get some movement. So that, that would be one strategy. Another strategy is, is where you as uh, the genuinely concerned parent of your teenage child here, uh, you can go ahead and uh, clarify an intention because you are the mother of this child. So you can clarify an intention, only in this case, you're not going to tell him what the intention is. Rather, what you're going to do with the intention, once you clarify it or define it, and then you kind of sit with it and really get into the feeling, like feel into the intention. Is this the real intention? Because the when, when I say the real intention, that means this intention will include his higher self. It will include the higher part of him. So this sometimes takes a little time to just kind of, you know, start to go there and feel into it. You might play around, grab a sheet of paper, start writing down an intention for this sort of thing that you would like to see happen with that of your son, meaning he comes off of marijuana, but maybe you add in there, he comes off marijuana naturally, organically, he comes off marijuana on his terms. So it becomes profoundly meaningful. I'm just giving you some ideas. You don't have to use exactly what I said verbatim. I'm just giving you some ideas to stimulate this idea of really deepening the intent and that the intent would be in alignment with the higher part of your son. So you don't tell him about this. Once you get that intent clarified, then you take that intent and you do a short, not long, a short, meaning two or three minutes, uh, prayer around that intent. And then the last piece is the most important piece. And that is you take this intent and you surrender it up. Surrender it up. That means you're going to turn it over to spirit. You're going to turn it over to the universe. And you're going to let the universe present this to you on it's time, not your time. And so part of this prayer would go is that I'm going to surrender this up to you, universe, or to you, God, or to you, spirit, whatever name you want to refer to it as such. I'm going to surrender this up, which means I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to completely release it to you. And I'm going to let you decide the best way to bring this to me on your time, not my time. And then lastly, I commit to that, or I'm suggesting you commit to it in this way and what you do. And when that time comes, when the opportunity is presented to me, I promise you, Spirit, I promise you, God, I promise you the universe, or even to your own higher self, because your higher self's connected to his higher self, right? I promise you that when that opportunity is presented, I will simply respond to it 
with love and consciousness. In other words, I'm not going to railroad my son. I'm not going to push or be aggressive with my son. I'm going to approach this with consciousness. So it's going to be done very um, uh, honoring and allowing of him and you being patient as he's telling you whatever he's telling you, whatever he's bringing to you. Uh, because again, it'll, it'll be an opportunity. It'll be an opportunity that will be brought to you and that then that opportunity, you're either just going to simply massage it a tad or maybe there's going to be something specific that's going to come out of it. Again, no pushing. You're just really dialed into this is being given to you. And it might be given to you in a one, two, three step process. This being the first step where something happens and your child opens up a tad around this whole thing and you kind of get it from there. And then maybe there's another event or opportunity that happens a few weeks later. And eventually, all of a sudden, your son comes to you and says, Mom, you know what? Either I think I'm going to quit or I quit last week. And he ends up pleasantly surprising you. So once again, those are those are strategies now. And, and most certainly those strategies can lead you to a possibility. Dale, I think this is such an amazing topic. It's just such a, a, an issue. I, I've got a, a son that's in high school, and it shocked me the other day when he told me how many times he's been offered pot yeah. and he or marijuana. Uh, he said he hasn't tried it, but he's got some family members that have kind of you know shown him like a uh, the negative side, and so yeah. he's not interested. But I know that's not most kids. So I'm really glad that Rachel's brought this up. And as a matter of fact, if it's okay with you she has a follow-up question and she'd like to come on and speak to you directly is that all right that sure is yes great okay wonderful all right stand by rachel all right rachel are you with us there hi there i am hi can you hear me yes we can hear you nice photograph of you rachel hi thank you yes is it which? Oh, is it the picture with my short hair? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a cute yeah. one. Yeah, it's cute. I know it's cute. It's like, yeah, I need to update it. Um, thank you. So, this has been on my heart for so long to talk to you about Dale. So, I'm so glad that I'm finally um, bringing it up. I feel like I've been waiting. You know, I haven't wanted to push on him. And I've been waiting, you know, like you said, for some kind of a window. And um, just we just recently had a family dinner. With Al it was Alex's birthday on Monday, you know, and everybody was having so much fun. And then he showed up at the dinner table and I could tell that he had smoked. And I just kind of was like, you know, this is this enough. You know, like I, I want his most authentic self because he's such a sweetheart. Like I want like the real person, yeah. but I don't know how to approach that because I know there's, um, you know, that needy energy in there. And so I feel like I'm going to go with the second approach because okay. I, I feel like I have been waiting for so long and that will work better for me. Okay. And so now my question is, is so I'm gonna, um, I was writing as fast as I could to get the different parts down. So I'm gonna basically like, I'm almost asking for the first situation. Did I get that correctly? So I'm, 
I'm asking for an event to happen or a window to happen for him to um, ask about it or move in the direction that he's ready to resolve this. Is that, is that what I'm asking for? Yes. Your, your, in terms of your intent. So your intent has to do yeah. with you're asking for a window, a window of opportunity okay. or, or like for a window where he comes to you uh, because he has a question about marijuana or he has a comment, something that he discovered, something that maybe is concerning to him or something that maybe is puzzling to him or something that is, is uh, maybe even fascinating to him. Whatever it is, it's, it, there's no attachment here. It could be anything, like literally anything. But what you are intending is for a deeper conversation that he connects to, meaning it's meaningful to him, that he then presents to you. So really, it's the universe that's co-conspiring here to help bring this to you. But he is to be an active part. So, and given that obviously his higher self is completely merged with your higher self and vice versa. So when I say the universe, I'm including your higher self, that your higher self already knows what's really best for his higher self, because they're always in communion or in connection with each other uh, or whenever they need to be. But then in this case, we're ultimately going to surrender, surrender this up. In other words, we're going to let go of the control sticks. We're going to remove ourselves from the situation and we're going to let the universe again, in conjunction with our higher self, to bring us this window, if you will, where he is active, meaning something's happened that inspires him or influences him to present something to you that's related to this dynamic known as marijuana. Okay. And so then when that happens is it kind of like a replay of the question on the coaching call like so when that happens so then that's happening this is the part where I get kind of caught is that is it you know remember how I have that one client who has an addiction and you you know basically gave that whole protocol yes. so is that apply to everybody no. or is that like what I would suggest? Or no, 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 no. That that was really unique and direct to your client that I gave you that day. Okay. So this is again, it's got to be unique to the individual. So the uniqueness here is for him to basically uh, come to you with either a comment, something that he's learned, something he's discovered or uncovered, or maybe a question that he's concerned about around marijuana, and so. You're not asking the universe to do something specific here. You're asking the universe to help to open him up to the, this idea that he's going to bring a question to you or he's going to bring a comment to you that then opens up the doorway for a little bit of a conversation, a two-way conversation both between him and you. And so now the next step here would be is once that's given to you, and again, it could be a couple of weeks from now, it could be a month from now, or who knows, but it'll come. And when it comes, then what you want to do, the next step is, is you want to really, you know, how we've talked about in coaching school, how to match somebody. 
right? So this is right. another, this is another application for matching. So you're going to match his energy. So in other words, you're really going to listen to him without without judging him, without uh, letting your mind jump out in the future. What you're going to say to him next? You're going to be complete. That's what I mean by consciousness. You're you're going to do this in a right. way you're bringing love and consciousness to this conversation once it's presented to you. And so in that, you're going to match him. So to match him, first and foremost, you're going to listen to him and you're going to listen to him attentively. You're not going to be in your head thinking about how you're going to respond to him. Rather, you're going to be present with him. And then in being present with him, then as he shares whatever he shares, then you start to follow it up with a couple of gentle questions based on what he just shared with you. So those questions now become also like you've been learning about in coaching school. Those questions become very personalized to the situation. So now, so he says something to you. Uh, uh, now, this is just an example, right? Uh, like a scenario. Um, so let's say he comes to you and says, hey, mom, you know, I just got, can we talk for a minute? Can we talk privately? Um, something just happened at school the other day with one of my friends. Oh, and then you carve out the time. What happened? And he starts to tell you, my friend learned that, you know, he's been doing marijuana like I've been doing. And my friend learned that it's causing something to happen in his body. He just, he went for a checkup. He had something going on. Again, I'm just making this all up just as a way to uh, help you to better, better understand what to do or how to approach this. So he's now talking about his friend. And as he's talking about his friend, you start to match him. In other words, you really let yourself feel into what he's feeling what he's experiencing okay. out of that you come up with a very uh unique or personalized question to the situation so now the question could be uh, uh gosh i'm really i can see why it seems like you're a little bit concerned about this yeah i kind of am and then you might say well what specifically about this is concerning to you in other words now you're going to now, that's a more personalized question because now he's going to tell you what's happening to him on the inside just around this thought around his friend and what his friend just learned about the marijuana. And then that's what's going to give you more information because that information is going to be very unique because he might come back and say, well, I'm, I'm really afraid. Maybe I'm not doing the right thing. And then rather than jump in and say, yeah, I don't think you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you have reason to be afraid. That'll just shut him down. Instead, right. uh, like match him, stay with him. And then learning <clears throat> about in coaching school, once you, once you create the match, then, because that's got to get established first, then you start to guide him, not five levels out. You guide him just to the next level. So you guide him a tad to another way of looking at this. And one of the ways in how you do that is through these questions that that you're that you're personalizing as the conversation is unfolding or the connections unfolding and so out of that he then maybe confides that he's really afraid and then you find out not because you tell him you find out because you ask him um what is it that really makes you feel so afraid about that well i'm afraid that maybe something is happening to my brain and so, again, instead of jumping in saying, yeah, I'm afraid of that too, because that's when it'll stop. Go a little further. Well, 
you know, if there was something specific that you might be afraid of happening to your brain, what might that be? Well, I'm afraid that my brain might stop working, or I'm afraid that my brain might get lazy, or I'm afraid that my brain might, a part of it, maybe in school, he's been learning about the different quadrants in the brain and how maybe one part of the brain might shut down on him a tad or slow down on him. And so whatever it is, and again, this is just an example now, um, but whatever it is that he comes back with, now you've got something to really kind of guide him through gently to the next, the next practical level with this thing. And so what that might look like at that point when you start guiding, you, you would start off and say, well, in light of you learning about this and knowing about this with inside of yourself, um, how do you now feel about you continuing to smoke marijuana? He's going to tell you, well, I... I really was hoping I could do it at least for a couple more years. I understand that, son. But in light of this information that you just learned, how are you now feeling? Has that shifted at all for you? See what I'm doing? There's no pushing, yes. no aggressing. I'm, I'm literally now working with his process, not mine. And because I'm now so well matched to the situation, now I can bring it to just the next level, not five levels from now, because you'll blow them out if you do that, right? But just the next level, keep it. Always remember practical, especially when you're dealing with a kid, right? The more practical, the more grounded it is, or the more you can help them to land in a more practical, uh, reasonable, um, grounded place. And in other words, a place that they understand and they, and they get up and walk away. Thanks, mom. That was a good conversation. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really now thinking about this. That's great, son. Just know I'm, 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 I'm here for you. Anytime you want to talk about this again, just let me know. So in other words, that's the other piece. You're not, look, you're not focused on the end result. You're, like, you're, you're purposely staying unattached or detached from the end result. Because if you get too attached to that end result, meaning hearing those words come out of his mouth, yes, mom, I agree. I got to quit. I'm quitting by Monday morning at nine o'clock. Right. If you get too attached to that as an outcome, then it will back up on you, especially when you're dealing with a teenager. It, it just, um, because a teenager will still, you know, because you got to remember the teenager, uh, their ego now has been developed for this lifetime experience at that point. Uh, they're getting a taste of their ego. They don't really know what the ego is at that juncture. So what that means is they're, they're going to act out on their ego more often than not. And they need to because that's part of their experience. So even, you know, your eons <laughs> further down the pathway now for you in relation to your own ego, but you also want to be aware of where he's at because, you, again, you never want to introduce five levels, especially to a, well, actually even to an adult for that matter. Um, rather, we match and then we look at where can we massage it to just notch it up a tad, just notch it up a tad to a place where it makes sense to them to a place where they can ground in. Like, wow, mom, or wow, dad, that, that was a good conversation. You've really got me, and, and, and they'll say, even though they're the ones that are thinking, but they'll say, you know, you've really got me thinking. And so then at that point, say that's exactly what, you know, sounds like a great thing for you to be doing right now, son. So in other words, I'm still not telling him that he has to do it, that he has to quit. Because right, I've purposely, it's his idea. Right, I've purposely detached myself from the outcome. A couple months ago, I I offered him um, 
to take them to. I have these like really close friends that are, um, they're like PhD neuro, I don't even know what to call it. They're like neuro, um, doctors and they put the, the electrodes on your brain, you know, and do all that different stuff. And I know that it's possible to like take pictures of your brain Yes. And see, you know how they have those on the internet. And so I brought that up with him and he was open to it. And then I just kind of freaked out because I was afraid what we would find. And I didn't know like how to guide him. I was like, okay. He's like, well, we could do that. And then, you know, and so would that be, that was kind of an opening. Like I could do that yes. now that we're having this conversation i'm feeling more brave about it yes. but i was afraid that i would make it worse like as his mother i would be like oh my god you know like i was well, afraid that i would react if we found that out and i wouldn't have like the skills to support him in letting it go you know like it would make it worse so that's why i didn't pursue it we all remember sometimes that stuff that's that still hidden. If, if we keep it hidden because we don't want to see what it is, then that in itself could make it worse. So, but just know that when you're right, exactly, just know that whenever you go into a conversation like this or into an experience where maybe you are going to get some pictures on his brain. So as you're going in to look at the pictures, just uh, decide in advance that no matter what the results are, that you are not going to react that you are going to discipline yourself, even if it's just for the next hour. You're going to discipline yourself to not react because if there was any way to potentially, not so much hurt him, but make the situation, Sabotage. yeah, make the situation as something that really doesn't need to be, that's, that's how you do it, is you react to the information or react in this case. Right, right. That's what's going to cause a hiccup, no doubt about it. So knowing that, just make a decision in advance that it's better to know than to not know. Right, right. right. And whatever yeah, it is. All for that. Right. And whatever it is, you make a decision in advance that you're not going to react. Now, if you do need to react, then call somebody, not your son, after the fact and go react. To that <laughs> Excuse myself <laughs> from the room. <laughs> yeah. right. Right. No, I feel like. I'll be like, hang on a second and go into the bathroom and scream and then come back yeah. in like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah. I'll be okay. I feel like now yeah. I feel like I'm like in a new better place now that I'm bringing it up and I'm addressing it. I I really hit like a place last night where I was like, this has gone too far, so I need to do something. So okay. Very good. <laughs> awesome, Rachel. Thanks so much for the question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That was really helpful. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Uh, awesome. You know, it, 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 it's really interesting that, I mean, this is one of the things that we've all done. I know I sure did it when I was a younger parent, where I react. And once I react, then I make whatever the situation, I just simply make it worse. That's all that happens, not just for me, but also for my kid. And, but once you know that as a conscious parent, what that means is you don't have to react to your kid anymore. You can still react if you absolutely need to do that. You just find somebody else to react to. <laughs> and so, because that ends up being more productive, right? So maybe you go to your coach and maybe that's where you sound off your reaction and then your coach works helps to work that energy through. Or maybe you go to one of your best friends who really understands this and maybe they help you to work it through. Uh, you get the idea from there. 
But the other piece is, is that that idea of being afraid of the information, being afraid of what you might find out and letting that fear steer the choice, influence the choice. So obviously people can do that. They do it all the time. Or here's another option for you. What you could do is recognize that you're afraid of what it is you're going to find out. So just recognize it, just acknowledge it. And then remind yourself that whatever it is, if you don't know how to remedy that, if you don't know how to deal with that, there's probably somebody in your world right now that you can bring whatever it is you learn to that person and he or she will help you work through that. They will help you to identify what that is and then how to actually work it in the best of ways, in the most productive of ways. So this is another way to actually confront your fear, your fear around, I really don't want to know what's on that picture, right? And if you let that fear control you or influence you, then, then, you're, then you're contributing to this whole thing, dragging on possibly for much longer than what it really needs to drag on for, right? Or you can do like what I just, uh, what I just suggested and always remember that the odds are you know of somebody right now in your world that whatever you bring to him or her, there's a good likelihood they will have the right answer for you. And then once you get that answer, then you can maybe strategize with that person if it's appropriate and then move forward from there. But the bottom line is now you're dealing with what really needs to be dealt with. Beautiful. Like the Ask Dell Anything show, you can bring any question to Dell and get a good answer. <laughs> So, you know, I did want to say something in closing up. And thank you, by the way, Rachel, for the uh, great question. Is my video frozen or is it me? Can you see me? Uh, your video is frozen. You, yes. But we, uh, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Maybe it's coming back. That's really weird. I don't know what's going on here. Videos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not certain what's happening, but uh, uh, we can wrap this up. I did just want to say that um, you never know where the opening is going to come from. For me, uh, it happened when my son brought up the fact that he found out that a friend of his, 15 years old, uh, her and her mom were smoking pot together and it was just shocking. Mm -hmm. And so it really opened the door to, you know, they were in COVID, they were lonely, they were together and suddenly now they're pot smoking buddies. And it was like, yeah. wow. And so that was an opportunity to kind of segue into this conversation naturally. So I, my point being, you never know where your opportunity is going to come from. Well said. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, great topic. And thank you, Rachel, for bringing this up because it really is. Uh, unfortunately, it's a, a pandemic in, of its own with our youth. <laughs> and I'm really glad that we're addressing it here. Another way to say it. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you. 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. 
Download your free copy today at D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.